Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Boundary Rope podcast. And in today's episode, I'm again joined by my friend Ajit Kidambi. Hi Ajit, welcome back to today's show. Hi Neeraj, thanks for having me here. Yeah, good to have you back again. So today we will be discussing something which is uh, a little complicated and is of a lot of importance because uh, we know that cricket is played only by around 10 to 15 teams at the moment. So today we will be discussing on how we can expand the popularity of cricket globally, and this is something which a lot of fans want, and a lot of players have also been talking about. The ICC has also talked about a lot, but we have seen a few changes which uh, has tried to bring in such a global reach to the game, but it's still a work in progress. So in terms of this, Ajit, what do you think are the pros of expanding cricket to a Much wider audience than just these ten to fifteen teams that are playing. Ah, uh, yeah. So I think as a cricket fan, I think cricket deserves a wider audience. Firstly, ah, uh, it's a sport with a lot of skill, a lot of nuance, a lot of mental and physical toil. Yeah, uh, and I think it it deserves. Ah, uh, it's a sport which deserves a wider audience. And moreover, you have like superstars such as Virat Kohli. general karmas doni and you know players from other countries as well but their reach as an advertising brand their their individuals as a brand is still restricted only to the cricketing nations despite however popular and however you know good play good a player they might be correct and moreover like the competition that these countries face right now is limited to maximum 8 or 9 or 10 good teams and that kind of results in a repetitive viewership or repetitive playing of the same team so like one of the reasons why we're kind of annoyed with india playing with sri lanka and west indies again and again is because cricket does not have a wider spectrum of teams that can compete with india apart from that it has its australia and england but again that makes it like a big series which with a lot of preparation so i think cricket as a sport has to evolve to the next stage and be more popular among countries both viewership wise and uh, and you know and sending players and playing the sport worldwide so i think that's one of the reasons why cricket should expand across the world right so when i look at sports like football or hockey which are other team sports we see that there are so many teams competing like football around 180 to 200 teams compete for a world cup spot and it's likewise in hockey not so many but there are a good amount of teams that compete for a spot in uh, the world cup or even in the olympics yeah so basically uh, there are teams competing but when it comes to cricket it's just 10 teams that play the test matches yes now uh, ireland and afghanistan have also been included in uh, the test format but there is still a lot of scope for improvement so in terms of pros what i see is uh, it's always good to have new teams coming in it's good to have afghanistan and Ireland in the test format and we saw Ireland really pushed England hard last year in their first test match itself so it's always good for the game when an underdog comes up and performs well but looking at the cons in the other side considering that you already told me that it's a very skill based game so in test matches especially do you think an Afghanistan can pose a threat to the big 3 big 4 kind of teams yeah so right now because Afghanistan's exposure has like is multifold in the past few years it probably 
we might pose a bit of a threat to even like the rest of the countries. But of course, initially, if we plan to expand uh, cricket across associate nations and um, you know and other countries, uh, initially you will find a huge difference uh, between the quality of uh, countries that have been playing cricket for over 50, 60 years and countries that have just been included into the mainstream cricket platform right now, and that disparity will be there. And I think initially it will be not that interesting to watch those games because even when England uh, played, sorry, even when India played Ireland in 2018, the difference of quality was just so vast. Likewise, the same thing happens with uh, England and Ireland, which happened right now. But I think we need to encourage these countries to play more and more with these countries that played for so long so that cricket as a sport will grow and will be more popular in these countries. Correct. Imagine if uh, Sri Lanka never won the 96 World Cup, we might never have seen Sri Lanka as a top nation that they are right now. So, it is important, I feel, to uh, push cricket to a global audience and also involve those teams into playing more mainstream cricket, like you said. But my belief is that Test Cricket is not that format to bring them in initially. Yes, Afghanistan and Ireland are there and with more exposure to the top teams, I think they are bound to improve. And we will see that. Like Ireland did beat England, uh, albeit a second string team, but they did beat England in the ODI match recently. So we will see improvement. But where I see these teams get a real chance to play in the shorter format that is a limited over cricket. When it comes to test cricket, there is a huge gap uh, between these sides because it's a very, very skill-based game and you need to be up for it for five days. And it's very easy to lose the game in a session, even if you're a top team. So, test, it's uh, still, there is some time to go. But ODIs, I think definitely these teams can come in. But uh, what we saw from the ICC is that we had 14 teams in the 2015 World Cup. Uh, but in the 2019 World Cup, uh, the ICC brought it down to just 10 teams. So, do you think this is the right format as it to have only 10 teams in the ODI World Cup? And likewise, what the ICC did was they pushed up the teams in the T20 World Cup uh, to 16. So, why this was done is because they believe that T20s is the format where the clo- where it can be closest between the top sides and the smaller sides. So, what do you think is ideal uh format for both the ODI and the T20 World Cup. Yeah, so uh, firstly talking about the ODI format, I wasn't a big fan of you know the current 2019 World Cup uh, in the form of having 10 teams because uh, I, I liked the 2011 and 15 format which had 14 teams split into groups and 7, seven games uh, and like each team played uh, uh, and that was more that, that had those uh, occasional uh, Ireland beating England or Bangladesh beating, you know, England. You know, those kind of games you, you could see in World Cups which have more teams. And I think since it's called a World Cup for a reason, it has, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it, it has, it needs to have more teams. Yeah, it encompasses as many teams as it should. Restricting the, the sample size uh, of the pool of teams is, is kind of not a good development for growing the popularity of cricket. Probably a quality of cricket inside the World Cup might be yeah, good because of the best teams playing it, but that isn't good for the sport in the long run. Um, 
ICC has now introduced uh, a one-day international World Cup Super League uh, consisting of the 12 full members of the ICC plus Netherlands, which won the ICC World Cricket League Championship. Uh, these 13 teams each will play eight bilateral series, four home and four away. And the top eight teams, including India, the host nation, will automatically qualify to the uh, World Cup of 2023 and the remaining five nations plus five associate nations will play a qualifying tournament where the top two teams of this tournament will qualify to the World Cup. So, there will totally be 10 teams and the format will be similar to that of 2019. Now, the, the plus side of this format is that you'll have Netherlands, Ireland and Afghanistan play more bilateral cricket with the major cricketing teams. But the bottom side is that uh, the viewership won't be that much and the competition won't be that much as we saw in the India-Ireland games in 2018 and, you know, many other associate nation bilateral series. Whereas if we look at India playing Afghanistan in the World Cup or in an Asia Cup in a tournament, no one will care whether it's an associate nation or not because since it's a tournament, the viewership and the competition will na- will will naturally be a step higher than than in a bilateral series. Whereas I feel that the arrangement of the T20 World Cup of 2021 is a little better than that of the Super League, where there are 16 teams playing the T20 World Cup, where the top eight teams, uh, including India, have directly qualified for the Super 12. Whereas Sri Lanka, Bangladesh and the, uh, the remaining six teams will play, um, will, will play against each other. And the top four teams of this eight will go to the Super 12. Now, uh, this is, I feel, much better than the World Cup. Because firstly, you will have uh, what six more associate nations playing the tournament. And secondly, uh, out of the four teams which enter the Super 12, you, there's always a chance for an odd team like Papua New Guinea or Scotland enter the Super 12 and the exposure that they will get will really boost their cricketing development for the future. So I think this arrangement is better and something similar to this should be adopted in the ODI form as well. Rightly said, Ajit. I think uh, this format for the T20 World Cup uh, is something that I really like. Uh, like you mentioned, having a more number of teams being a part of at least the qualifying tournament. So, it gives them some sort of incentive at least. So, for me, I think more than the 2011 uh, and 15 format, I really like the 2003 format uh, more, which was actually 12 teams being there in groups of two. And you had uh, so basically six teams in each group and you had a super, uh, super six stage with the points being carried forward. So, you had space to ha- include two to four smaller sides and you also ensured that all the teams played against each other. So, I kind of like that format more. You didn't dilute it too much either. Like, having 14 teams would include two more smaller sides. So, I think 12 would be a good enough uh, number to have in a 50-over format. And for T20s, I think 16 is a good number considering that Usually, T20s are much closer and having two mismatch sides also can lead to upsets in the T20 format. So, now that we've discussed that the T20 format can ensure 
tighter matches even if there's a disparity between the sides do you think t10 cricket is good for the game like i personally do not believe that it's good for the game uh for the i personally do not believe that it's good for the game uh, as a viewer but since we're discussing about taking the game to a wider audience do you think t20 makes sense there have been many uh, upgrades in like the format of cricket you know the the, the formats have been like shortened and now the what was t20 is now t10 <laughs> and uh, there is now a 100 which is now being introduced by english cricket so i personally even though i feel that the t10 sh- uh quality of the game where a lot where the game was and and what and nuance and elegance based which was an elegance based game has will now be converted into an extremely commercial commercialized form of the game which we already see in franchise t20 cricket quality of cricket in a franchise game is is not as good as the same format when you see it in an international so in that sense yes t10 is not an ideal upgrade but i think t10 is important for cricket in general because it sh- it shortens the the duration of the game and thus it packs in the entertainment within that shortened the shortened uh, time so within like two 10 over uh, innings you will have a lot of entertainment you'll have a lot of sixes you'll have a lot of wickets flying and to invite new audience into the game i think this is this is an important upgrade a new audience especially from countries that aren't uh popular cricket playing nations and so i think t10 is an important upgrade i don't think it should have the mainstream uh cricketers uh, who play who represent their nations for like the test squads or t20 squads but it should have these retired players or players who, who don't play international cricket anymore and should like test the popularity of uh the of the format by inviting players from other countries who aren't uh, you know that popular and you know jumble the teams like i think the past 3 uh, seasons of t10 they didn't fare that bad like, i don't think the viewership was, i don't think it was marketed well because uh, there wasn't a, a great viewership in india at all but i think overall it's a it's a good idea and i think that is a good way to make the sport more popular i completely agree with what you said ajit i definitely don't think it should be included in uh, international cricket i just hope it never crosses the icc's mind t20 is more than enough but to take the game to countries where cricket is not popular like you mentioned i th- i think t10 is a step in the right direction and uh, you can like you very rightly mentioned maybe the retired players can take part in such a league and those retired players maybe taking a few names like yuvraj singh uh, harbhajan singh who's not yet retired a uh, suresh raina or an ms dhoni imagine if these guys go and play in a country like canada or us where there are so many indians there so it would be good for the game because these big stars are playing along with their local players and a mixture of uh, retired or current players who are not in uh, international consideration if these guys go and play in a country where there's uh, not a lot of popularity but the indians are still there i think it will be definitely good for the game 
So yeah, yeah. adding on to that, it's important that the, the the respective boards of these countries allow such players to play for other leagues. Uh, that's a very important step in this process. Yeah, I think that is something that can be done, and it's the onus is on BCCI to allow players. Who are retired or who are no more under uh, country consideration to go and play such leagues to make the game more popular in those countries. So another way which is often being suggested uh, to make the game popular in those countries is to have cricket in the Olympics. Again, there are only 10 to 12 quality teams playing. So having cricket in the Olympics with just such few teams does not make sense. So does having T10 in the Olympics maybe make sense to you, Adi? Yeah, so with regards to the Olympics, uh, the reason why the Olympics does not have cricket is because it's not as popular in other countries. Yes. Uh, so, like, so the thing is, if we look at, uh, take basketball, for example, you will see that basketball's popularity is entirely tested on the NBA. However, it's being played... Uh, you know, participated by countries all over the world because despite the fact one country, they've marketed it in such a way they've, uh, the sports has gone across the world and has, has and its popularity has somehow reached every nook and corner of the world. Now, we do that for cricket and one way I suggested is uh, and you know, if a lot of famous popular cricketers play the T10 leagues in various countries involving those countries players you can you can see uh, T10 league uh, league being popular and cricket being popular in these countries and hopefully the reach of cricket will you know grow around the world and one day hopefully that in that format we will see cricket coming to the olympics because but i don't see cricket uh, being played in the olympics in any other format because there are only eight to maximum 12 teams who, you know, will play uh, cricket in the quality that it's supposed to be played. Very true. But maybe having it in T10 could include a few more teams and could make the games closer and tighter and harder to predict. But uh, like we've agreed, I think T10 is the format, unfortunately, but is the format which uh, could see cricket make it to the World Cup whenever it does in the end. Uh, one more thing which could actually help uh, grow the game is hosting matches in countries that do not have these big sides. Like some of the measures that were taken was uh, India played West Indies in a T20 series in USA, actually in Florida, and uh, there was that All Star series where Sachin uh, faced up against Vaughn with all those retired legends playing again. That was held in USA. Or uh, some of the under-19 World Cups are held in smaller countries. Like when Virat Kohli won the World Cup in 2008, that was held in Kuala Lumpur, uh, Malaysia. Or there is also the uh, Global T20 League, which is held in Canada. So, will these help the game grow in such a way that uh, those countries also start playing cricket in a better manner? See, to be honest, they won't grow without involving their players. Like, say what you want. If already existing legends from countries that have always played good cricket play in USA, yes, people might know that, okay, such sport exists, but that might not necessarily motivate, you know, young you know kids to take up the sport, right? So, you need to involve players from countries and, you know, give them 
the limelight to you know uh, to to play along with like the 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 greats so i think popularity of the game by playing in other venues yes it might increase the popularity by a bit but it but the popularity will significantly increase only if you include the players of those countries as well now for example if india played uh, against against west indies in usa they could have had an exhibition match playing against the usa team or right. having right. an exhibition match having six players from india and five player or uh, players of usa right. and you know having and against west indies something like that i think that's a very good point that you have brought up this hosting a match in a foreign country might help grow the audience uh, globally but will not include them into playing the games so we'll probably have to come up with some kind of a measure which includes those countries into the playing as well so maybe hosting some kind of a quadrangular tournament and also involving the country there would probably help don't you think yeah that's a good idea like um india australia uae and uh you know probably another netherlands in uae uae will be there supporting their own people uh, you won't have uae people coming and filling the stands watching things which have nothing to do with their country and supporting they you know they feel they they want to win instead of having someone from their own country play correct so i think it it's important that uh, we give representation to these countries uh, players in uh, these leagues and games i think not sure the itinerary that we have planned allows for such things like this maybe we might have to have it in the form of exhibition games like you mentioned where maybe retired players or players who are no more in sele- under selection for the national team go and play against the host nation it is a challenge to push the game uh, to a global audience so what do you think would be the best kind of solution from what we have discussed ajit so to sum up i just like to say that franchise cricket to me is the most eye catching solution to improve the popularity of the sport because uh as we see franchises and the franchising any sport commercializing any sport uh and involving brands and endorsements and and you know making that event like a festival kind of catches everyone's eyes and you know it it makes everyone want to be a part of that sporting event right so i think including those uh, players in our existing leagues would be a way to go like I think Afghanistan have improved a lot more due to the likes of Rashid Khan, Mujib and Nabi playing a lot more IPL and also the Big Bash league. So teams which have not improved on a similar scale uh, it's majorly because we don't see so many players even if they're talented play for those respective uh, leagues or apart from their countries like for example Netherlands only had a Tenderskate playing in the league but it was restricted to just him so i think more number of players play in these big leagues in the pressure situation and learn to play with all these big big stars i think those countries also will improve and we will see them get into mainstream cricket a lot more don't you think yeah that's that's definitely again it's a competitive extremely competitive league like the ipl you can't expect 
even players like Park Kukesi to get a sure shot chance and nothing like that. You can't expect, you know, a player from an associate nation, unless they're a Rashid Khan, to, you know, get a sure shot chance. That will have some sort of positive effect, but not dramatically. Not as much as Indian players and Australian players going and playing in their leagues. That is that will definitely have a bigger impact in those countries than the other way around. Because you will have uh, them playing in the game. At the same time, you will also have players like Yuvraj Singh and uh, you know, Ambati Raidu and Raina and I guess uh, players like Brad Hodge you know, playing there. And you will have you know fans of Yuvraj and you know some Indian cricket fans watching those games. And they'll also get to know the players from, like I say, Canada or USA. So I think the challenge think, there is uh, more financially because those boards are not financially as well backed as the test-playing nations. So, for the suggestion that you're giving, I think the major drawback is financially those boards are not strong. So, that is something which could hinder IC- such a league coming. Yeah, so like ICC could give grants. Or, uh, of course, financially is something which we can't Decide right now. It's these are just suggestions. Financially, yeah. that will be an, uh, an issue. But again, like BCCI, ICC, there are like very rich bodies, and they can, you know, give loans, give grants, and, and you know, be treated like a collective uh, sport and not just you know sports as a sport restricted to a few countries. Yeah, I think uh, we should probably take an example of the Major League Soccer in USA. So, USA was primarily not a football-playing nation. They were more into basketball, like you mentioned, and baseball and few other sports like rugby. But due to Major League Soccer and due to icons like David Beckham and few other players who moved to US, playing in those leagues, we saw that USA has improved a lot more. USA and even Canada has improved a lot more as a football nation due to the emergence of the Major League Soccer. And likewise, I think we're seeing that in India in terms of football as well. Like the ISL has a lot of big retired stars coming in and playing with the Indian players. So, though the impact has not yet been felt, we hope that India improves as a football nation. So, I think on a similar note, if uh, we can get some leagues in these countries and push our retired, recently retired players or players no more in consideration for the Indian team, go to those countries, I think that would definitely improve the sport in those countries. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you, Ajit. It was a very interesting discussion. I think there were a lot of things that we discussed. Not sure if everything would work out in such a way that we see a lot more teams taking part. But I think the ICC is making a little effort to push it to different countries. Though it's still slow progress, but we hope that a lot more teams do start playing cricket and we feel proud that there are more teams that we compete against. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Uh, having you here was a very good discussion, very difficult discussion. And you know, <laughs> I hope, I hope uh, this discussion is being brought uh, across various other fora and hopefully cricket is broadened to other countries as well. Thank you, Ajit. Thanks for joining in today once again. And thank you guys for listening into this episode. We will be back with another episode, so stay tuned.